Okay, I shouldn't even ask who has seen this movie, but who hasn't seen Frank Capra's uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Come on, admit it. Anybody's not seen it? Okay, good. I don't have to rebuke you. I, I love I love that movie. It's a great movie. But it's got this little kind of conventional thought in there that's not correct. And that is that when you die, you become an angel. Okay, so that's not the case. And it always amazes me when we do catechism uh, how I have to really teach that actually because it's I didn't know this because I've never believed it I, I don't know you know I'm not saying I'm whatever special or something but I don't know I went to Catholic school I, I think I was probably taught correctly but it is amazing how widespread and it's been an education for me to know how widespread that belief is that people they think when you die you become an angel so it's not that's not uh, true but there is a there is like this little piece of truth to it and that's actually really important. We're called to be like angels. We do have, uh, as it were, angelic vocation. We don't ever become an angel, but we are called to be like angels. Okay. And uh, how I would think, you know, how you how you basically want to understand this is in creation, you have got these sort of two extremes. On the one hand, you have pure spirituality, immaterial spirituality, pure intelligence. On the other hand, you've got pure, brute, dumb, material matter. So like rocks, okay? And then on the other hand, you got angels. So those are the extreme ends of creation. God decided to create the world in such a way that its multiplicity and the diversity of its kinds would at least approximate or begin to approach uh, a reflection of his glory. God is so amazing and so perfect and he has so many excellencies about him that he couldn't have created just one kind of thing. He had to create a multiplicity of things, great, great, great variety. And within that variety, there's a kind of a spectrum of spirituality from the lowest to the highest. Angels occupy that extreme high end. Okay, rocks, for example, okay, would occupy the lowest part. Now, he created human beings as something special because human beings we encapsulate that entire spectrum in ourselves because we are spiritual beings that are also material. So we're, we're like angels in the sense that we're intelligent, we're made in the image of God, and we have free will. But we're like rocks, too, in a certain sense, because we're animals, we have bodies, we're embodied beings. And so human beings encompass this whole thing. But God created us in a state of progress. He didn't create us perfect. Our job, essentially, as human beings is to take as it were, in ourselves, all of the material worlds, because we represent the material world by virtue of the fact that we are material beings, by virtue of the fact that we have bodies, to take all of the embodied material world and to essentially bring it upwards to the angelic realm. Okay? And from what I understand from our tradition and many catechisms and just books that I've read and things of that nature, we're actually called to occupy the different uh, hierarchical 
positions of the angelic order. Because of the rebellion of one-third of the angels in their fall, okay, there's, as it were, okay, metaphorically speaking, there is, as it were, angelic thrones that are now empty. And they're being, they're waiting for us to ascend there, to fulfill, fill up those thrones. Okay? And so what God wanted from the beginning is He wanted that huge diversity of creation from the purely spiritual to the, to the material, but He wanted man to do the job of taking the material and elevating it and bringing it up into the spiritual. We see that in our, in our first reading from the book of Daniel. What we're looking at in Daniel is this image of, as it were, the throne room of God. And it says thousands upon thousands of angels, is the implication, minister to him. Okay, so the angels occupy this special heavenly realm. But it is interesting because the very first verse of many Jewish commentators and Christian commentators over the centuries have noted that it begins as, I saw thrones, plural, set up. So it's not just talking about God's throne, but it's talking about thrones, plural, that are meant to be occupied by us. We have a vocation to sit on these thrones and, as it were, participate in God's own kingdom, his own authority. And so then we've got this image of the Son of Man. Okay, so it's, so the, the term Son of Man in the Old Testament, it's a way that the ancient Hebrews spoke. It's an idiom, and it means human being. That's all it means. Okay, And previous to this image of this human being, the prophets saw all these images of animals. And they represented these different kingdoms. But the kingdom of God, the church on earth, and uh, the fullness of the kingdom of God in heaven, the members of the church are called, to which they're called, uh, are represented by a human being. And that human being comes with the clouds of heaven and, a, and there's this upward vindicating ascending motion to the Son of Man who comes with the clouds of heaven. Okay, And we come to understand that that's a prophetic image of Christ's resurrection. It's a, it's a prophetic image, though, of his ascension to the right hand of the Father. And Christ is our leader and where our, he's our head and we are the body. Where the head goes, the body follows. And so we are meant to, as it were, trace that same path that Christ follows. Upwards, 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 to join the angelic hosts and to sit upon the angelic thrones that have been left vacant because of the rebellion of the, of the, the bad angels. So, my brothers and sisters, we're on a, a journey. There's a process to this whole thing called human existence. We're not created perfect. We're working towards that. And the three angels of Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael, as it were, speak to that very, very well. Even if no human sin, even if Adam and Eve have, had never sinned, even if there was no human sin that ever existed, we would still have to fight the evil angels. Okay? That would be our job, and that's still our job. And I say this over and over again. There is no human being on this earth, even if they're a member of the opposite political party who is your enemy. Okay, there's no human being on this earth who is your enemy. 
We're meant to be a team. The entire human race is meant to be a team. Our enemy is the devil. But the devil wins by making us forget that he's actually our real enemy and that, you know, the Republicans or the Democrats, those are our enemies. Or whoever it might be. People not like me. That's my enemy. Someone who insulted me. That's my enemy. So we're meant to be team players working together, fighting the devil. So Michael leads us in that. Michael is the representative of the warrior. Okay. And then we have Gabriel who represents the voice of God. He communicates to us. So while we're here on this earth fighting this battle, we have help that comes to us from on high. Teaching, instruction, guidance. And so Gabriel is the revelator. He speaks God's word to us. And then finally we've got Raphael who accompanies us on that journey, that upward journey to heaven. We're pilgrims and we're heading towards this celestial destination. And Raphael is our guide. He's like our guardian angel. So if you read the book of Tobit, Raphael helps Tobias in his journey and he comes back. He's a healer as well. So when we're wounded in the midst of this battle, we have the healing help of Raphael. And he protects us and he guides us in that great journey. My brothers and sisters, we don't become angels, but we are called to this angelic vocation. And let's never forget the exalted. We're not meant to be on the earth for eternity. We're meant to ascend into heaven with our bodies. Okay? As representatives of the material creation, we're going to take the material creation and bring it up to the celestial realm, just like Christ did. Okay, after his resurrection, he ascended into heaven. We're following in his path, and we have the help of Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael. Let's not forget to invoke them, pray to them directly, okay? And our own guardian angels, whose names we don't know. But they're with us, and they're helping us. They're fighting with us. Uh, they're fighting for us. Uh, they speak words of illumination, and they guide, and they heal, and they help us.